This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hey guys, it's BeepCount on Twitter. This is a series we call Get to Know Your Lower Ranger. It gives you a chance to get to know your Lower Ranger. Christy, you're up. And welcome to another edition of Get to Know Your Lower Rangers. We are thrilled to be joined this evening by uh I guess you could call the the preeminent tag team champions of the Lower Rangers universe. I feel like they're uh, almost joined at the hip. You know, w- w- you get one, you get the other, and we're we're super thankful for that because we love both of them. Um, probably my favorite Lower Rangers, if I'm being honest. Uh, uh, team Steve and Team Cat. How are you guys doing this evening? Good. I thought you were. I thought you were saying me and Steak were joined at the hip, but I, I you went with Cat. <laughs> also, you told you told Lou he was your favorite Lower Ranger on today's episode, so I don't want to hear it. I don't know what you're talking about. I would. Uh, I would never lie uh, to you face to face, or Lou, or Pam, or anybody else. Steve, shut up. Yeah, uh, anyway. <laughs> um. So, uh, first of all, uh, we 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 are gonna try and keep some kind of structure to this thing so we can you know get to know some some basics about our lower rangers where are you guys located we're in uh, actually we're in bristol connecticut we're about like a less than a 10 minute drive um to espn wow enemy territory you guys are behind enemy lines now Mm -hmm. okay and are you guys y'all from the area did you move there for for school work or, or just just born and raised we're actually from a town over. I mean, we're we're right across. We barely left our hometown. We went. We grew up in the same. Um, went to the same high school. That's where we met. 
Okay. Um, so we're from, it's a small town, Plainville. So uh, right next, right next door to, to Bristol. Okay. Right on, right on. And uh, so I, I know for, for um, listeners of the show for a while now, you guys have a bit of history with the show. Uh, this is usually the part where I talk about, you know, like, you know, are you guys parents or, you know, like, like any kids, stuff like that. But you guys uh, have a, a bit of a story, a bit of a history as far as your, your wedding uh, goes in regards to the show. Can you guys flesh that out for us a little bit? Yeah, so there was the uh, the New York live show that it was almost two years ago now, May 2019, I think it was. So I was, uh, like other people in the area and around the country, eager to go to the show and did not get in. I was I was on my computer ready to go, uh, did not get tickets still. It was like the, the, site, the site basically crashed. Um, so then through that next month, I was just constantly trying to get tickets. And maybe like three days out, I finally got two separate people uh, to sell me tickets super shadily on Reddit. <laughs> Um, I may or may not have used my dog just passing as a, for one of them to kind of choose me over somebody else that I was bidding against. The Stugats are strong and everybody. Cat, cat is shaking, shaking her head. I don't think she knew this. First of all, all, I want to be very clear. The dog was real. The dog, our dog did actually pass away. And my condolences. Leverage. I don't know if that makes it any better, but um, I, someone brought that up like early on. They're like, did your dog really pass away? I'm like, yeah. Oh my, like, we wouldn't lie about that. Jeez. We'll just use it as like a bargaining chip. You're right. But, right. Um, but I, I, I did know he told me some of this was going on. He was texting me as he, uh, the last, what I remember is he was saying someone selling me tickets from the show on Reddit for $600. And I like looked at my phone and I was like, uh and as i'm about to type back no don't don't buy things from people on reddit it's just like an unsnit rule yeah that's like that should be like just a a, a rule of the internet right yeah, i don't it's, it's just it's less official than Cra- craigslist you can actually like open a report you can't do anything on reddit what do you do so as i'm texting him this like huge executive at my company we were at a, an event walks over to me so i had to like put my phone in my pocket it's buzzing And I'm like, all of these like crazy ideas are coming into my head as to what he could possibly be, you know, buying and, uh, or doing on on Reddit. And I have lost all control. So, yeah. So I literally was like, I Venmoed a guy 200 bucks just to show I was legit. He sends it to me. Then I send him the rest. And then the next guy wanted 400 of friends. So I was like, literally just, this is how badly I wanted to go. Like, I'm like, I may lose 400 bucks right now, but luckily both guys came through uh, it was legit. So we went, it was because we're in Connecticut. So we just were able to take the train to the city for the, for the weekend. So it was, um, it was a little easier. I didn't have to worry about travel because I was able to get like right before. Uh, so I ended up spending $1,200 on two tickets to go to the live show. Uh, we basically drank all day, which led to a lot of um, not remembering much of the night, but we got, we ended up, we were, we were at a bar right across the street. So we saw the line starting. We, so we were about like 10th in line, first come first serve. Right. Got in, got to meet everybody. Uh, and then that next morning I posted pictures of me a couple, cause you only do a couple at a time of me with some of the guys from the show saying it was the best, uh, best night of my life, which would cue cat on the next Monday, uh, replying, we had a wedding and that's kind of, that's, 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 that's kind of where it all went down where I think Charlie Hume was the first one who replied to it. Cause I tagged a bunch of people that we had met that night and every, all, all of a sudden everybody was going back and forth. Allison was getting involved. Dan said I could live with him if I get kicked out. Uh, it was just nonstop. And then Billy reached out to me to come on um, the local hour, the two of us to do a helping container segment. Right, right. Um, where 
we, we basically called in separately. I couldn't hear a word, which yeah. was fun because I talked over everybody, which made me look like even more of an asshole. Uh, and then the amount of people that did not get that bit is like, we actually ran into a couple at a concert that like, that like August, like a couple months later, uh -huh. of, I was wearing a Stugats army t-shirt and some guy was wearing a 1% less shirt, a 1% less worse shirt. Right. And I like, we like embraced each other. And then the girl was like, she literally asked Kat, like, are you okay? She was like, oh no, we're, we're kidding. Like, Steve's not, I mean, he has a dick, but he's not that much of a dick. Right, right, right. Like, how are you guys doing? Like, she had like, we're like, Kat, we're fine. Kat, Kat, does he allow you your own uh, uh, free will? Blink twice if you need to. You know, if, <laughs> I tried to, I tried to get her answer, away from honestly. through, but she didn't get it. That's the most oh, annoying man. thing is when someone thinks they get the show and yeah. doesn't then someone who just outright hates it. Like, at least that's fine. When, when someone's wearing a Stu Gatt shirt and doesn't get a bit, it's like, okay, like, what are you doing, man? But also it's it's kind of sweet, you know, in a way where like someone's like, are, are you guys okay? Like, you know, like they, they, they're at least, it's, it's kind of thoughtful, you know, it's not everybody gets every intricacy and nuance of the show, but you know. At the end of the day, it was a bit, but you also spent an obscene amount of money. <laughs> so it's like, it's not, it was yeah. kind of joking, but it, like in reality, she had every reason to think that like I would be pretty angry. That being said, it was it was worth every penny because it's since it's literally led to being uh, being part of this. But it led yeah, to Chris yeah. actually like replying to a DM about me when I was in Florida. We've uh, we've hung out a few times. He's been really good to us. He got us. He asked us if we wanted to come in studio because uh, we went down for the last Moss event. Right. Um, so we went in studio that Friday before. It was the day where uh, Billy ripped his shirt and uh, Lorenzo missed the shot. So we weren't in there for that. We got in for the final hour. So we were listening next door at a bar. Uh, so that got us that. Then it, we went to Moss the next day. Uh, he got us backstage at that. So I'd say every day more and more stuff comes out of that $1,200, what I call now an investment. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, uh, you... you uh... You maybe sunk your entire investment. You didn't diversify your portfolio, but it has paid off, you know, dividends. So uh, speaking of, of investments and stuff, Steve, what do you do for a living, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so um, I work in insurance. About, about six and a half years ago, I started the company in that now. So I'm, I'm an underwriter um, and okay. marketer. So I, I, I underwrite um, Fidelity and Crime Insurance, which is basically um, Stu Gatz is stealing from their own companies. Uh, and then the kidnap and ransom insurance, uh, I, oh, wow. I underwrite that as well. So those are the two the two main lines that I write. Um, and then we do our own marketing. So before COVID, I would uh, once or twice a month be flying around the country uh, to kind of meet with brokers, host parties, host suites at like hockey games, concerts. And uh, it's nice because one of my territories is South Florida. So I'm, I'm able to kind of be in that area near the show. But oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Kat, what about you? Also insurance. This is a Connecticut is sort of or Hartford is like one of the a lot of places say there's an insurance capital this is a pretty big insurance capital is it, okay so you got and then like delaware is like the credit card capital right so i didn't hear that, that. that's that's news to me yeah all right oh is it really okay yeah i've always I heard that like if, if you look look at like the fine print and like a credit card thing almost all of the headquarters are in delaware because they have super like favorable laws so i think a lot of companies have headquarters in delaware because uh, of that yeah nebraska yeah, is another yeah. place a lot of places places are domiciled I got you. It's always it's always Wilmington, Delaware. Yep. Yep. yep well, if we all. ever need to change a plate pace, we know where to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jump from uh insurance to credit card industry. Ugh, oh, gosh. It's really exciting. <laughs> so um how long have you I, I don't know th this is an assumption on my part, so forgive me. It's very myopic. Um 
Steve, were you the were you the first listener to the show? Did you get cat into it or? Yeah, I'd say that's that's a pretty safe assumption. That's okay, not, you know, okay, like, I, I, you know, I, it's 2021. I'm not trying to to make those assumptions, but uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, do you remember like the the first moment you got the show or how you kind of started listening? Yeah, I, I started listening right around when I started the shots. So it's probably been about six and a half, seven years ago, okay. um, where the the drive home Connecticut just ESPN radio guy was just a tr- it's actually Rob Dibble is it's a, it's it's so bad. It's exactly what we don't want to hear in our sports radio. <laughs> Right. So I actually just happened to like click satellite. I didn't have it, but like every once in a while they have the free trials and the show was on. I'd never heard of it. I thought like many people, his name was Stu Gotts. I was trying to like Google the show. I didn't know anything about it. I instantly just like, this was like, I, I fell in love instantly. Like it there really wasn't like a kind of a grace period where I didn't, I definitely didn't get the show, get the show, but I appreciated just laughing while listening to the show. Right. So there was that, but I'd say what really, um, when, the, when I like just became obsessed was when I saw Dan's reaction to the first note Kenny G played. Because I, I usually watch on TV and just the, the, he was blown away so much. And I, I mean, because I made the exact same reaction when, when Dan did. And I literally made my Twitter account that day to tweet about that. Got retweeted by Dan and Sue Goss. I'm like, oh, this Twitter shit's easy. And then, <laughs> and then it's, been, it's been a little downhill since then. Uh, but that's, that's really like from then on, it's when I've been like, like I, I just cannot live without it. I hear you. I hear you. Now, Cat, uh, I know you are a, uh, a huge Katie Nolan fan. Um, but are you also like, uh, are, are, do you listen to the show regularly or is this just kind of like a peripheral type of thing? Um, um <laughs> sorry. Okay. I'm going to let, uh, we're going to pull the curtain back a little bit. Uh, so, so right before we started recording, uh, Kat told me about, uh the trip to new york where she drunkenly approached katie nolan and proclaimed her undying love and fandom for katie and uh in a state of drunkenness uh, i think um you can only describe as like close to blackout is that is that pretty accurate it, it was as close to blackout as you can get without blacking out okay all right so <laughs> i uh Sorry, I just uh, sabotaged that question. Uh, my apologies. Um, but besides, uh, Katie, are you? Do you listen uh, to the show regularly? Um, I, I've seen. Uh, if you guys do not follow Steve, that are listening to this, you absolutely should because he posts pictures. I've seen birthday uh, themed uh, Levitard show themed birthday parties and gifts, and you are incredibly thoughtful. Uh, as Steve's better half. Um, so so what's, what's your affinity for the show exactly? The show is like another roommate in the house. It's just, it's <laughs> always on. And if it's not on, Steven's always talking about it. And if he's not talking about it, he's tweeting about it. Like it's just, it's in every aspect of our lives at this point. Sure. So it was only natural. Like it was nice of me to like have a Levitard themed birthday, but at the same time, like it would be kind of weird if he wasn't somehow involved that day. Right. Like it would be, it would feel weird if we went a whole day without talking about the show. So yeah, like I, I you know, whether I sit and watch it, I do enjoy watching it when I can, sure, but sure. Um, I, it's just, it, it's there, he's, Dan the show, they're, they're all here. They're here every day. So yeah, I would say as much as a fan is it's just sort of like a, I'm a force. I'm a force fan. And I, and I said, and I mean that in like the nicest possible way. 
I got you. So there, there's maybe a bit of like Stockholm syndrome there. Where, yeah. <laughs> where, That's yeah, fair. yeah. Where, where you've, uh, you know, it, it's going to, it's going to be in your home one way or the other. So you might as well get used to it. Right. And, right. And, yeah. No, I've, I've more just accepted it than anything. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so uh, what has been, Steve, this one's for you. What, what has been your favorite moment since you've, you've been listening? I know that's like you said, six and a half years ago. It's a long time. It's a lot of shows, a lot of hours of listening, but is there any particular moment that you just revisit uh, constantly? Or if you had to introduce the show to someone, uh, you would show them this bit or this clip and say, you got to listen to this. Yeah. And I, you've kind of mentioned, I've heard you say you're kind of a prisoner of the moment with a lot of these things. So they definitely say, I'm also just my, when I hear like a rejoin, I instantly remember what they're going to say, but I can never remember what the hell, if you like this coming up with this took me forever. And I didn't even go back that long as it was, but I, I have two. So okay. prison, my prisoner of the moment one is the Greg's landline like a month ago. I, <laughs> I was in tears during it. I was too. I was too. Especially watching it. Cause I, I 99% of the time in watching on or was watching on ESPN. Uh, so just to see them all going nuts about it and how like Dan or uh, Greg's panic. So there's that one. And then another, another one that was a lot of a, a visual gag was when Stu um, fought Jorge Masvidal because they were just showing him in studio and he was like, Dude, he's like, you got to act crazy. And he was waving his arms around. And then when he, when he chased him on the beach and Jorge ran away, like I, I was at work and it was bad. Like I was like cackling at my desk in an office at my cubicle. That was such a, uh, like, the, the payoff was perfect. Like, they built it up the entire show, and to, to get that shot out there uh, was amazing. Kat, what about you? Uh, what maybe, maybe uh, an, uh, a moment that you have experienced vicariously or you've just absorbed? I, so I have to say, and I don't want to, I know this is like a very, you know, um, tough time uh, right now. And I, I know this is a little political, but when, when Dan kind of finally went off um, and uh, got in a little bit of trouble there with, uh, yeah, with ESPN, yeah. I just remember <laughs> it so clearly because I was cooking and I had no idea that it happened that day. I was listening after work and I, um, all of a sudden he started talking and I'm like, he's doing this. I'm like, he's, he's really doing this. And yeah. I um, like fist bumped the air, but I had oven mitts still on. And I have this like this memory of me with these, yeah, like my oven mitts. And I was like, yeah, like, yeah. And I was like cheering. I was like all excited. You're and like a I, ginger, like, gingerbread man. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a little, yes. It was adorable, um, but a little weird. Sure. And uh, I have that, that like, that always sticks in my head whenever I think of um, like enjoying the show. That was like a very happy, I know it was a very scary time for, for the show, but it was a very happy time for me because yeah. I was waiting for that and then um on a like a more happier one is I never remember his name who's the guy that looks like he enjoys donuts with his fingers Andy Reid oh Andy don't Reed. mind if I do yeah the looks like yeah. I didn't get it I have no idea who Andy Reid is but Steven laughed so hard that I thought like he it was just air coming out and he wasn't breathing in. So it was like, I had never, I still to this day, I've never seen him laugh like that. I was like afraid he was going to turn blue. He was, it was the hardest I've ever seen him laugh. And he's trying to Google to show me the person what he looks like and he just couldn't do it. And it was like, and I missed, I didn't get, get the name, but that was like a very, um, that was like one of my, one of my favorites, mostly just because of Steve's reaction. 
That's fantastic. The looks like game is one of it, it's an entry point. Uh, uh, whenever I'm a fan of something, I try to think of entry points for friends of mine so I can get them into the show. And the looks like game is always something that I come back to. And uh, that particular Andy Reid is uh, is incredible. Speaking of like getting, um, like getting your friends into it, too. Like I literally there's one of my good friends where he were both huge Patriots fans. And I was like, dude, you got to listen to the show. So he finally gave it a shot. And it was a couple years ago now. And they were unleashing, not obviously they don't give a shit, but they were unleashing on Tom Brady for Deflategate. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm I'm in tears laughing because I'm even as a Patriots fan, like our dog's right. name was Brady. Like I, that's right. my guy. Right. And I was like, I could they can't they can do no wrong. I know they're they don't they don't give a shit if a ball's deflated. And he right. texts me like, you mother bleeper, this is the worst damn show ever. And like I'm like, okay, man, maybe maybe like give it like tomorrow or something. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, you got you gotta give it a couple of days. I mean, people, people like if you listen to them, if they're going off on a rant, 99.9% of the time, they're doing it as satire yeah. uh, of sports radio. So you got to give it a couple of days to get the show. You know, it, it's, it's a, it's a hard show to get uh, on your first try. Uh, so cat, uh, this one's for you. Who is your favorite member of the Levitard show universe? Ron Miguel. Ooh, off the rip. All right. Had that ready to go. Any reason why? Just a animal fan? Uh, I know you joined us for, for that episode. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I was equally as excited as I was nervous. I was yeah. I, I was so afraid he was going to be at Moss because I'm so, it's like, don't meet your heroes, you know? Right, right. And right. every time someone over six foot entered a room, I like almost like <laughs> duck and ran. <laughs> got <God>. so <laughs> I love them. Oh, all right. All right. Cat, cat with the, uh, so, so is it just his, like his, his energy is infectious to me. Like it's just unparalleled. I, I don't, I can't think of another human being that kind of vibrates at that frequency with that much knowledge. Um, so yeah, he's, he's probably, he's top three for me as well. Um, just a huge animal fan too. Yeah, I I grew up. I wa- watched Animal Planet, and I used to um, I used to watch it with a notebook, and I would take notes like I was a like I was attending a lecture, and like Steve Irwin was my teacher. Steve Irwin was like my idol. That's and I the would cutest watch, thing I've it. ever heard. And I remember, like, I still remember that. I remember there was an episode about Komodo dragons, and I was like <laughs> paralyzed with fear. I was like, this is the worst animal on the planet. Why? Like, what am I doing? There was one about a crate snake was like my favorite snake. I have all these like, uh, and I found it like years ago and I threw it away. I'm so angry at myself, but it was so cute. But like, I loved animals. I loved right. animals and I, lo- I loved reptiles because I was afraid that nobody else would love them. Right, so I was right. always paying attention to the reptiles and I was big up with Steve Irwin. Um, so Ron McGill was just sort of like ignited this like childhood, like love of, of animals and just who he is as a person, obviously, even if you don't like animals, right, you love right. Ron McGill. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. Easy. Great choice. answer. Yeah. Great answer. Steve, what about you? Who is your favorite member? I think, I, I mean, I have to go Chris Cody, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, 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 uh, he's hooked me up a few times. <laughs> that being said, he's also, I mean, his, his energy is just great. He makes me laugh. Um, and also him and Greg's relationship reminds me a lot of my dad. My, my dad's a goof too. Um, and I get frustrated, but at the same time, laugh at, laugh at it. So right, I, mean, right. I see a lot of myself in Chris and a lot of my dad and Greg. So uh, couple that with him just being funny as hell on the show. I can't go 30 minutes without combining two words together. Um, right. so I think that, that might actually end our marriage <laughs> over spending $1,200 on anything. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the, uh, the combining words game. I love it. I love it. So um, 
the the next question is is how did you join Lauer after hours but i think we've we've come to uh, come to understand that with with the twitter response of uh you know we we just got married etc and probably steak sauce or mike ryan fan account probably added you to the group chat um and uh and the rest is history i, I would think right yeah i was i think mike ryan fan account actually mentioned i think i was the first person to ever reach out to him on dms this was like, cause he was on one day and I could, we had followed each other cause he was like very early in this Twitter phase. Right. And I messed him like, oh, is that just you? And so we kind of talked about it a little bit. So yeah, me, him and Steak talked like um, even before the Gramercy thing, we had been right. DMing a bit. Uh, and then during the pandemic, me, fan account and uh, Mark from Reddit did a mm -hmm. random Zoom and ended up getting like Sedano and then Chris in. Um, so that kind of started the wheels on things. Nice. Um, and then there was a group that was put together um, where we, we did, did like a random zoom on like a Sunday that kind of led to all this. So it, it's really right. been kind of since the infancy. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Uh, favorite color cat. Yellow. Second favorite color. Orange. Steve. Blue. Second favorite color. One a day. You won't, you do one a day. You have to, you have to get me back on tomorrow for the, for the second. Wow. Oh, wow. What a diva. What an absolute diva. Kat and Steve, thank you so very much for joining us uh, for this edition of Get to Know Your Lower Rangers. Where can we find you on Twitter or Instagram or wherever you want to be found? Not your home address. Probably that's not good. Um, that's a good question. I think I'm Kat. I don't even know. That's a... I think you're Arduini Kat. I'm, am I Arduini Kat? <laughs> well, I'm at Steve <laughs> underscore Arduini, and that's A-R-D-U-I-N-I. -I. Okay. I am at Arduini Kat. But I mean, like, yeah, he, he just spelled it, but it's the same. <laughs> hey, uh, just so you know, whenever I get a cat like on one of my uh, tweets, I get super excited because I know you're not on there all the time. So whenever I whenever one of those comes across my notifications, I'm like, hell yeah, Steve, Steve's little thirsty uh, ass. He, he's liking everything of mine, which I appreciate you, Steve. It's exhausting. Uh, I love you. I love you. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, <right? laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I tweet a lot. Uh, so thank you guys so much for joining me for this. Um, uh, and we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Thank Love you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.